You're listening to The Dollop. This is an American history podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to a clown. Gareth Reynolds has no idea what the topic is going to be about. It's going to be about clowns. Fuck yeah. The Finally. history of clowns. How yeah. do clowns get made? Yeah. How did they start Las Vegas? Why did they start Las Vegas? I would love to know that. They were once a tribe. Uh, then the white man here. came. Yes, and started killing clowns. And then the clowns were like, we can work with you. Yeah. Get in the car, all 800 of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back right. then it was get in the horse. Yeah, right. Sure. Which was really, really weird. Disgusting. To what? Horrifying. Yeah, Absolutely especially horrifying. for the horse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, absolutely oh. terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, Gareth, we're also brought to you in part by Mind Bloom. Bro. My mind is blooming. Look, uh, people have a hard time with uh, depression and anxiety. Trying to find a therapist can be hard. Uh, you, people start an exercise with you. They do a bunch of different stuff. Change your diet. And sometimes uh, you just need more. Uh, you need something to like, unlock your brain, a new way to think about and see the world. And uh, that's why we're bringing up uh, guided ketamine therapy from MindBloom. Uh, there is a new tool to improve your mental health, at-home ketamine therapy. MindBloom is the leader in at-home ketamine therapy, having safely helped thousands of people overcome their anxiety and depression. Unlike traditional talk therapy, ketamine works quickly and doesn't have the unpleasant side effects of traditional antidepressants. And in a study of over 1,200 Mind Bloom clients, 89% reported improvements in their anxiety and depression after just two sessions. Yeah, ketamine therapy is, uh, I, I, people find it very, very helpful. It, it really is. It's just like another great tool to try to attack whatever, you, whatever issues you feel like you're having. Right now, MindBloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash dollop and use promo code dollop. Take the first step and break free from your anxiety and depression with MindBloom. Mindbloom.com slash dollop and use promo code dollop. Yeah. Uh, January 8th, 1839. Year of J-Town. Sure. William Andrews Clark was born in a log cabin in Pennsylvania. Okay. Great start. It's exciting. What a crazy story so far. No one's heard that before. Wow. In a log cabin. A boy. Let me guess. He had brothers and sisters. They died. He did have at least one brother. I didn't put that in here because who gives a shit? Yeah. His parents, John and Mary, were Scotch-Irish. That's right. Uh, He only went to school in the winter for three months. Yep. That's that's how you do it. That's why. And and I do that when I'm a kid, and they call me a truant. Uh, But education was important to the family, so they Clearly. Yes. So when he was 14, they sent him to Laurel Hill Academy. Great. Yeah, the DeVos school. Yeah. But that was usually when farm boys ended their education, so that's when he was kind of starting. So at 17... His so, fam- wait, how old? Usually when uh, kids turn 14 and they worked on a farm, they'd be like, all right, that's enough of that shit. I, I agree with that I don't know system. if that's changed, actually. It has... Well, yeah. Ha- I mean, I'd say 
You're probably getting the amount of education, but just in nine months. Yeah. Uh, so at 17, his family moved to Iowa to be homesteaders. Sure. Now, William wanted to go to Yale, but he decided to stay and work on the, the new farm. I said that, too. I wanted yes. to go to Yale, but I'm just going to smoke weed next to this river with y'all. <laughs> Seems a little easier. But he did find time to <laughs> I go... I was going to go to Yale, but... I was also like, we should fucking try to get these frogs baked. <laughs> what? Yale was like, I'm ready to go to Yale, be a doctor, but Have then I was, you... like, I was like, we should also get a bunch of fries. <laughs> Have sit you, by this river have you and try to grow weed in Rebecca's loft. <laughs> have you checked with Yale about that? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? <sighs> have you asked Yale if they would want you to go there? They're going to want me, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why no, would they not fine. want me? No, it's good. It's fine. What are you talking about? No, I'm not talking about anything. Is that how it works? You got to talk to them? Bro, are you going to hit? No, I'm I don't want that. I'm, I don't, I'm good. So high. I'm your dad. Oh. <laughs> Shit, be cool. It's way be past. Be cool. It's way past be cool. How can he read your thoughts? You're saying it out loud. There's something a guy who is listening to me would say. Well, I should probably go back to Yale, where I live. Dad. Jesus Christ, I'm so fucking embarrassed. Got it. Nailed his ass. So he also went to school at the same time he was working on the farm. And then after, uh, after he graduated, he became a teacher. Okay. And he saved, and then he went to law school. And, uh, and then oh, Wesleyan, and then graduated. When the Civil War broke out, William joined the Confederacy. All right. We've got our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but he deserted the next year and joined a wagon train headed for Colorado. Sure. He ended up in uh, Central City. <laughs> really? Really, sir? What? <laughs> really? Do you look genuinely know about it? Fucking look at it. It looks like if Italy took a shit. Yeah. I think he would before that picture popped up, because yeah. that picture is Horrifying. not great. No. What should we do with all the lumber that we don't want to build the city with? Toss it in the streets. Fuck it. <laughs> We're going for, like, shit Rome. Just all shit. We're going for, like, Paris, but dog shit. <laughs> We're trying to do the circus circus version. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Don't take a dump inside. Go scoop it out and throw it on the wall. We're painting the streets with it. An old acquaintance helped him get a job working in a mine for $3 a day. Wow. Now, there was a gold strike in Idaho, so he headed there. That's, now, what does that mean? Someone struck gold? Uh, yes. Okay, because it could also mean, were... like, it also sounds like, well, we're not going for gold. Oh, no. We're yeah. on strike. And people are like, you misunderstood. There's a lot of gold. It's not Scab! Out. Yeah. But he keeps going. He ends up in Bannock, Montana. Uh, so he and some other guys form a mining company, and they have uh, some sex. Some sex. Yeah. 
Hey, Todd, I found some gold inside of Roy's mine. Shall we pan it? Sorry, I'm thinking about you. I'm, I'm distracted. Success. They, they, they had a bit of success sure. with a claim. But then he realized that, like, uh, not, a lot of, not a lot of guys strike it rich with the gold okay. mines. And uh, the, way, the way to do it is to supply the miners sure, with their okay. stuff. So he started buying wagons, and then uh, he'd go and get groceries from Salt Lake City and take them up to Virginia City, and he'd sell them at just crazy high prices. Wow. A miner's salary was $4 a month, and he charged $3 for a dozen eggs. Holy shit. That's, that's like today's price. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> like today. That's like, imagine a time where eggs were ridiculously <laughs> expensive for no reason other no than reason. someone's pure profiteering. I love when they looked into it, and they were like, Oh, they have, there's no problem. They have all the chickens and eggs. The problem is that we've <laughs> spiked the prices and we're trying to find the culprit. <laughs> Until then, it's going to be a buck fifty an egg, everybody. Quote I bought case after case. I knew they would be, these are the eggs. Sure. I bought case after case. I knew they would be frozen, but they were suitable for making Tom and Jerry's. Excuse me, what just happened? You heard everything. I want to hear it all again. You heard everything. He froze him? He's I, like a 50-year-old woman? I think... I don't know what a, my life will look like then. I'm freezing my eggs, and then I'm going to go sell them at an inflated price. Well, that's cool. I've been saving my cream. Never know. There you go, right into the filter, babe. You're going to find this hard to believe, but there are places where outside it's really cold mm. and things freeze. So he f the eggs were frozen the by the time he got somewhere. Yeah, All right, smart guy. <laughs> Walk me through the Tom and Jerry. <laughs> You're dumb! Walk me through the Tom and um, Jerry. Tom and Jerry was a drink that they enjoyed that, that I looked it up and it looked kind of eggnoggy. So it's an eggy sort of drink. Hmm, sort of what I was pitching before. Yeah, but it's but like you said... It's, it's winter, so it's probably like a hot, you know, brandy nice, a hot, right. top whiskey in there or whatever. Ooh. And whiskey and eggs. Yeah. Like a... Like, like Rocky a, uh, used to drink. Yeah, like a scrambled egg Manhattan. Yeah. A, a tobacco shortage hits, right? And so William brings a wagon load of tobacco, and he makes a ton of fucking money. And then he becomes a mail contractor. He opens a store with another guy, and uh, he's kind of rolling in it. I was going to say, Clark. I William think Clark. that's William, sir. Shh. Just you're, not here, you're not here to make fucking comments. I believe the you're job is specifically that. <laughs> you're just here to listen. No, no, and that was not. Your, you tried that podcast for six episodes. <laughs> Didn't fucking go well, did it? Just it some dude fine. in a fucking closet like, and then Mike Tyson... It went fine! Uh, uh, you know what? I think we need to take a hiatus while I do some rethinking. <laughs> uh, what were you doing? Uh, kids' birthday parties. <laughs> but the point is... The point is... <laughs> so, William moves to Deer Lodge, Montana, and he sells supplies, and he starts making loans. Okay. Now, gold dust was used as currency, but it wasn't gold easy. dust. Gold dust. Wow. Okay. But not easy to deal with. So yeah, each, each Sunday, it's breezy. 
Oh, oh no. My fuck. Oh, well, honey, we lost it all. There was a wind. Look at all our... M- uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so each Sunday, the miners would get paid in gold dust, and Clark would stand right there and offer him cash to buy the gold dust. Okay. With a little cut, right? So, sure. Um, and then he started buying other businesses, and he marries his childhood sweetheart, Catherine Stolfer. Uh, he becomes president of a newly opened bank, so he's fucking moving up, right? Sure. By 1872, gold starts drying up in Butte. Now, gold is still in quartz ore, but you needed a mill. Quartz ore what? <laughs> you son of a bitch. I got your ass. A lot of this podcast is him begging me to hit him. <laughs> so you needed a mill to process the, the quartz ore. Sure. Or well, or what? Don't. Well, you just keep leaving us hanging. So William uh, buys quartz claims very cheap because people are bailing. Sure. Pretty soon he owns four outright and has a part of 37. Okay. And then someone builds a mill but then loses it to foreclosure. Okay. Because or, he more like foreclosure. <laughs> there is nobody who you'll, nails ore puns better than this shitbag. You'll get your chance. Yeah. <laughs> Because he, he has so much of the quartz that he's not going to let the mill use it, so he helps it go right, bankrupt. Right. And then he buys it and makes a fortune milling the ore because his claims double now that he owns the whole system. Right. By 1877, he is the top dog in Montana. Irishman Marcus Daly then arrives in Butte to look at property owned by English brothers, the Walkers. So the Walkers bought a mine... Uh, that Daly had recommended to him. And then Daly got to buy a fifth of it. Okay. Uh, a local called him, quote, uneducated. His grammar left much to be desired. Daly just kind of goes by his instincts while William is very educated and calculating. Okay. Daly was also a big manipulator of people, and he has a really terrible temper. Okay, nice. So Daly's mine is called the Alice, and it's a huge silver producer. But he needs to build a smelter to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And that's when he finds out that William has bought up all the available water rights in the area. Nice. He's a Resnick. Yeah, he's a Resnick. He's Resnicking. Yeah, right. <laughs> a smelter needs water. So Daly is now furious, and he becomes an enemy of William, but he doesn't let William know that. That's not how it Secret really... That's like. Enemy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the best. <laughs> you got, we, I, we all know there's secret enemies. <laughs> yeah. No, not you. Yeah. No. I'm going to cut no, you. No, you have like 800 secret enemies. You're nuts. Yeah, that guy's on your shit. Yeah, sir, I don't know what you did. Look at, look at yours. Yeah. I mean, look at your secret enemy. It's amazing. He's let, me, let, me, let me walk you through. Let me walk you through. He woke up. Let me walk you through the trajectory of this so far. <laughs> Texting. Loud. Sleeping back up. <laughs> what a ride. And we are, what, half hour in? If that. It's like nuts. It's like, it's like, like the life of like a little 
fake pet or something like that. It's like <laughs> what a Furby did. You were like, man, this fucking thing packed in a half hour. Holy shit. What a ride. Now it's asleep. Well, now it's up. It wants to get fed. I got to fuck it. What's happening over here? So he, he's got all the water rights. Uh, right. uh, and he, now he's his enemy, but he doesn't know it, right? So Daly is notorious for saying very little in public in letting others kind of deal with shit. Sure. He finds another mine called the Anaconda. And he's like, this is the fucking mine. Sure. And he knows uh, William Randolph Hearst and his partner, James Hagen. And so he contacts them and they, they're in. So they buy the mine together, and Daly also gets a share. He sells out. He he sells this part in the Alice and jumps over to this one. Okay. So in 1882, it produces the richest single deposit of copper ever. It's 50 feet wide, and the Anaconda Copper Company is formed. Okay. Now, Daly and William, <laughs> they're now two of Montana's copper kings. Sure. Uh, and William is now like a big political mover and shaker. He's getting in all the you know higher up. Uh, well, because he's rich. He's rich. Yeah, that's what happens. Yes. Yeah, it's like he took an interest in politics. You mean he tried to control government for his own benefit? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so the Democrats want him to be a delegate to Congress. Of course, he, he's so rich. But he doesn't want to until Montana's officially a state, and then he wants to be a senator. Wow! Imagine waiting out statehood. Once Montana's a state, I'll run. Jesus Christ. Well, that's what Diane Feinstein did. Oh, stop it. She was our first senator. I'm going to wait until California's not just a territory, but defined. Until then, it'll be fox trotting, box stepping, and malt sipping. I'm 91. <laughs> yes, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm 91 I... and I'm in charge of so much shit. I know. Isn't that crazy? I know. And then if you ask why, you're the prick. <laughs> yes. I haven't been in a restroom for over a decade. <laughs> Waste is taken from me and then tossed. Like a... Uh, like an animal? Yes. I'm the color of bleach. <laughs> Can you believe they put makeup on me? Isn't that fucking crazy? I'm back. Yes, you're back. Better than ever. Yeah, no, I can tell. Who am I? I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell because you can't. What are you? I, yes, you're in the. When center. I was a girl, oh, you fuck. used to flick a coin in a fountain for a suitor. Things were better back then. You bought shoes one at a time. You had no choice. And if you couldn't afford your second one, you just hopped. That became a big dance craze. The Skippy. I don't want you to talk anymore. Ah. Uh, pools used to be easier too. My representative is telling me to not go further into that one. <laughs> I vote for how much we spend on war. <laughs> so, 
other people reject being a delegate to Congress, so finally William agrees to be the, the delegate nominee. Because <laughs> okay. he's obviously going to win, because he's right. fucking William Clark. Right. He's educated, he's rich, he's known nationally. Sure. He's got a great business reputation in Montana. Sure. Daly's a Democrat, and as is William, so he, he says he's going to support William. Okay. But he needs a new Secretary of the Interior to change the timber rules in Montana because he's illegally cutting down trees for a railroad. So he, this is motivated mainly because of him breaking timber laws. He can get, yeah, they can like Better lose timber. their fortune by getting totally fucked at right. this point because they're committing crimes. So he's excited to help the people. Right. Yes. <laughs> so he needs a senator in D.C. who will help him get that done. Right. Now, the Butte Intermountain paper... Intermountain. Intermountain. Inside the mountain. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Inter... Intermountain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quite a... Yeah. Uh, the paper helps Daly with a smear campaign against William. The paper says his smelters, graveyards, and slaughterhouses are polluting the water. So this is a time where people minded if their water was ruined? <laughs> that bothered people. And people maybe. were motivated by that. People were like, whatever. Yeah. Um, William owns the water company, too. Jesus. So the charges are dismissed by experts as just being made up. But he does admit that the, they need more supply, water supply. So Daly's like, I will finance a new water company. But then when the election ends, he doesn't do it. Weird. A broken <laughs> promise. So William runs again against Thomas Carter, who is an unknown. The issue of the day was tariffs. Sure. William wanted low tariffs. Carter wanted high. So Daly's has his whole operation. He has thousands of Irish laborers who he'd, he'd brought over from his other companies. Oh, please, please give us a break. That's right. We've come here for opportunity. There's a lot of us living inside this one little shanty here. Please help. No. All we only have money for hats. Hats. Ha oh, hats. Yeah, to put on our head. That's all we got money for. But each one of us can afford a hat. By the way, we're all named Tom. <laughs> each one of us is named Tom. Hey, Tom. Well, what do you... What, yeah? Not, no. Oh, no. me? No, Tom. All oh, right, over here. Yeah, no, Tom. The older Tom. He's no. talking to me. No, Tom. Well, I think he's looking in my direction, boys. I'll handle this one. No, Tom. Oh, Tom, eh? No, Tom. Ah, you're looking for a Tom. You got a Tom right here. No. We've got a face for a Tom. No, 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 Tom. Well, why didn't you say so? I did. My Hi. name's actually Jeff. Shit. What do you need? Did you say the classic Irish name, Jeff? That's right. <laughs> Jeffrey, with a G. Uh... So he paid really well. Daly paid really well. The, the workers are super loyal. Uh, now he keeps it secret that he's backing Carter. Everyone think he's, thinks he's backing William. And the day before the election, Daly sends a thousand of his workers to one of William's rallies. But then the next day, all of his employees vote for Carter. And shift bosses looked at the ballots and made sure they were voting for Carter. Okay. And they would vote over and over and over and over again. Jesus. So I, I mean, this is really what Trump was talking about. Yes. You've got Irish workers coming out of the Irish woodwork 
Some of them voting five, 10, 15, 20 times. We love the Irish, we don't hate the Irish. We just don't, we want a fair election. Over 5,000 Toms voted. Crooked Joe Biden got the Irish. So he loses, everyone is shocked. Okay. Carter won 57% to 43%, which is crazy. Right. William blamed the Butte Intermountain paper. William's paper said the loss was due to... Oh, yeah, William owns papers, too. Cool. William's paper said the loss was due to, quote, the deepest kind of treachery among the supposed friends of Mr. Clark. Yeah, his diary. His diary. Yeah. So Montana becomes a state in 1889, and Daly and William are now open enemies. Okay. Finally. Finally. It's a- oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Uh, Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Out in the open. It happened. Yeah. The state Democratic Party offered Daly the position of chairman so he could repair the damage that he had done with William. <laughs> okay. But William's pissed. William's furious. Yeah. And then, and then Daly just ends up fighting with all the people he, he got over to his side. And so it's just a shit show. Right. It doesn't work. So there's this huge fractured political situation in Montana, and their first legislature ends up being split down the middle. Eight state senators... 25 state legislators okay. on each side. So it's a total deadlock. Perfect, right? So Senate Dems refuse to go to meetings. They're like, well, this is a shit show, so no, we're not going to go. <laughs> they won't even go to the meetings. They, want, they, want, they don't want anything to get done. So sure. Republicans issue arrest warrants to make them come. It's so fucking nuts because it is just like always on this podcast where you're just like, 
Jesus Christ. I mean, literally the same shit. Same where you're shit. just like, what? Like, we're going to have the Democrats arrested. Like, you could hear that next week and well, be like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, that, that should be happening. That makes sense. That's where we were headed. That's Oregon five years ago. Yeah, right. Exactly that's what I'm saying. Happened. It's Oregon five years ago. Yeah. They taught me that at Yale. You'll get there, baby. Get there. Dude, it's totally, if you think about it, that's like Oregon five years ago, dude. You too. Both of you guys. So, the, so it's, uh, it's like split down the middle. They're going to arrest them. Um, they flee the state, the Democrats. What? So, we're out of here. That's right. Where am I going? <laughs> So now nothing can be done. The legislature can't do anything without sure. them there. And then the parties decide to form two joint sessions. So there's just... Dude, I'm holding the joint session. <laughs> dude, I fucking figured it out. This is like Oregon like five years ago, dude. <laughs> just hold the joint session, bro. So it's just Democrats have their their state legislature and Republicans have theirs. So they're just independently now solo artisting. Like for, there's no, and there's, there's no real benefit to it at all, right? Well, there's two governments, well. Oh, so there is. Now they both pick two U.S. senators. So Which is fine. So now there's four senators Okay, not fine. Montana. Right. Two Republicans, two Democrats. William is one of them. Okay. So the U.S. Congress would now get to choose... From the four, weird. U.S. Congress is controlled by Republicans, so like they the just voice. they just pick the Republicans. Okay, sure. So William is denied a seat. That is not a gr- okay. But he he desperately wants to be in the Senate. So Montana just goes back to business as usual. Um, they all become they they're becoming wealthier. William and Daly. William's building up political support. Uh, and so is Daly. But the difference is Daly wants someone to do his bidding in the Senate while William wants, wants to, be to be in the right. Senate. So in 1893, populism uh, surges up. There's free silver is a big issue of the day. By the way, the show's going great. So Daly wants to make Anaconda the state capital. He wants to make Anaconda the mine the state? But no, it's a little town. Okay. Now it's a town because it got built around the mine. Right. But that's, it's like a shitty location. Sure. Although I looked that up on the map and I'm like, what's the fucking difference? But whatever. Sure. So, and the other, and so there's other ones that are on the, uh, on the list. Sure. And the, the capital location is just going to be decided by a general vote. Okay. And Daly is really mad at the Butte City Council because they backed Williams Water Company. So he leaves the Democrats again and joins the Republicans. Okay. And the Democrats uh, get crushed in this election. But Anaconda comes in second in the state capital race and is now in a runoff with, uh, is it Helena or Helena? Helena. Helena? With Helena. That's fucking hilarious that it's like, wow, we're having a runoff. So this follow-up. The Senate seat is once again up for nomination. I, I would imagine if a senator's in that seat and they're like nodding off while they're in the seat, 
That would be a problem for m- moving forward. Yeah, okay. So, Daly gets eight Democrats to defect to keep William from getting the nomination. Okay. So, but there's votes every day until they pick. But, but sorry, William's running now as a... William's a Republican now. Daly's a Republican. Daly's a Republican. Okay, gotcha, right. So... So it, now they have to vote every day, the legislature, until they pick a guy. Sure. Right? So they can't, they can't sell one. It goes on for days and days and days. They're voting every day, and William just needs some Republicans to back him. Sure. So using money to influence... This is going to sound crazy, but using money to influence legislatures is kind of the way things work. It's a different time. Well, sorry, hold on, hold on. What, what, what do you even mean? I can't kind of process this. So people would, with their money... Who people who? Rich people. Oh, like an elite class. Would use their class. money to pay off senators and stuff. Try to, but the senators would be like, no, or whatever. Sure. Yeah, right, okay. I'm just trying to like figure out how that would... So Congress at the time was called the Millionaires Club... You can, imagine. can we bring that back? You can imagine. Can we not do that because uh, I guess the Senate is hospice, so Congress could be <laughs> the Millionaires Club. So journalist David Phillips called it, quote, the eager, resourceful, indefatigable agent of interests hostile to the American people. Right, so they're just... It's, so it's Congress. Yeah, it's cunts. Yeah. Rumors flew that William was bribing Republicans. Daly, friend of the working man, hires Pinkertons to find bribery evidence, evidence and dig up dirt on William and his supporters. Okay. So it's expected the Pinkertons are just going to find evidence of bribes sure. from William, but they don't. So voting, and this is while the voting for senators is going on. It's going right, on every for day. Weeks. And on the final ballot, William gets six Republican votes. So he has 32, but he needs 35. Okay. The guy who comes in second called the legislature, quote, a band of bribe takers and bribe givers, a stench in the nostrils of all honest men, and a byword with a jeer throughout the union. A byword? I don't know with what that a means. Je- okay, sure. It like, made co- sense. Yeah, Whatever. Okay, buddy. Sure, pal. What the fuck are you talking about? He was doing about? great for a minute. No. Yeah, he was. William could not get the three more votes, so it's over. And the result is the Senate seat is vacant. Wow. They don't have a senator. Oh, man. Super. It's called Feinsteining. (laughs) But I'm still here. (laughs) What do you mean? How should I vote? What's a vote? Even, so even though he doesn't win, William is accused of bribery. But he was, but he was. I don't know. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, Kathleen Williams, there she is, was a local teenager and... Yeah, fucking perverts. That's why you always hold on, you wait. Jesus Christ. I mean, how old do you think games like that were anyway? She was a Butte theater actress, and then she met... William Clark. Mm. He said he would send her to New York to study opera, but first she had to get a degree from Montana Wesleyan University. 
Around then, he also met 15-year-old Anna LaChapelle. Jesus Christ. She wanted to be a musician and singer and soon became his ward, even though her parents were alive. Like you take care of her, like oh. almost like a foster daughter. But her parents are alive, so that's weird. Yeah. No. It's almost like... Michael Jack... Oh, or go Ted ahead. Nugent. <laughs> Hello, Ted Nugent. How are you? It's okay. I'm going to take care of him. He got a scholarship to Neverland University. What? Don't worry. We'll shut fa- up. What? Shut up. Why? Shut up. Stop talking. Dave, what's the matter? Well, that guy's a pedophile. Who? Michael Jackson. This guy is too. Oh, just stop talking. <laughs> Fucking God damn it. So William sends Anna to Paris to study the harp. The harp? As, like, that's fucking hard. Uh, uh, can I not do that? <laughs> You're going to go to the best harp university of all time. You're going to harp the fucking shit out of it's it. It's going to be great. And it's then, a uh, harp knock life. And then he would visit her often, you know. You're right. He'd be like, how's it going? The election uh, for the state capital is heated. Okay. It's intense. William backed Helena, and Daly backs Anaconda. And the standard paper had said Helena was a political hog, pretentious, full of millionaires, and anti-labor scabs, Chinese blacks, and criminals. Jesus. So the whole gamut, the rich motherfuckers, yeah, yeah. like it's everything. Yeah. All I'm, the people they've got there. I don't need to hear anymore. I like Anaconda. <laughs> no, that's Helena. Oh. Oh, Helena, Helena supporters said Anaconda was controlled by a despotic corporation. The side spent money on liquor and fireworks and parades, anything to sway people, but Helena wins. So Daly is fucking pissed. Right. Historian Stanley Thomas Pitts, quote, the disappointment and anger changed him, and he never overcame it. Jesus, dude. God's fucking wanted it! Anaconda's the place. How could it not? I'll fucking kill them all. Anaconda forever. Down the slit throats up and down this state. Anaconda forever. It's a good movie. So... While he's angry beyond words, William is just loving it. He throws, a, he throws a big party in the city. He's the hero. The Anaconda Standard called him a, quote, political sorehead. The Anaconda Standard. Well, yeah, surprising, editor's note, we're, we don't like him. <laughs> Not sure what it is. They called him a sorehead and said he had a grudge against Daly. Yeah, a real sorehead. Yes, sorehead. How a dare sorehead. you? Republicans? You, sir, are a sorehead. How dare you? You are a scabman. You're a pimple. A what? A A boil upon the anus of society. Thank you. No. It's quite a compliment. Oh, good Lord. A scab is good on the anus. It means it's healing. First of all, I didn't say that. What did you say? I, never mind. I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's really horrible. Well, thank you for calling me a scab, sir. No. I'm a healing thing. I'm getting better. <laughs> uh, so Republicans won the legislature, and they choose two GOP senators for D.C. So 
William's not getting it this time, but he starts organizing for the next election. Sure. Now, William, at this point, crazy popular, and he, he goes about running his, his businesses. Uh, historian Pitts, quote, Daly took the defeat personally, and it solidified the animosity and rancor between himself and Clark. Okay. So William's just kind of living his life, and this guy's like, I'm going to fucking gut you. Yeah, right. According to his friends, Daly fell, fell into a deep... This is over a fucking city, not becoming But he also... Daly's also the whole... Like, he's been enemies in his head with him for yes. way long. So this has, like, been building up, and he's, yeah. like... Like he got defeated by him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. So according to friends, Daly fell into a deep depression and never forgot or forgave the loss. He spent less time in Anaconda and more time at his ranch in Bitterroot Valley. Bitterroot. Yeah. Man. Why won't anything grow? <laughs> his health deteriorated. He had kidney and heart issues. But Montana was great. In the next election, Republicans barely hold on to the legislature. And in 1896, prosperity returns and the populace and the silver movement fades. Okay. In 1899, William was 60 years old and at the peak of his financial power. Boom! <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> nodding, 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 nodding off. For those of you who are listening to the podcast while on a drive... We're dealing with something a little different at this show. We want everyone to know we've been putting melatonin in the water at this show. So if you start to feel a little sleepy, there's nothing strange about that. We've asked for those most susceptible to nodding to please, please, please sit up front. Hey, Teddy, uh, could I get another double vodka soda and a cot? And I'll take another one of these guys, Tangeray and Tom. Could I get some limes and also a my pillow? The greatest of pillows. The best pillow. The only pillow that overturned an election. <laughs> I love that that guy's losing his Here's ass. a little tip. Go ahead, pillow guy. Hey, if you're gonna go to a show and have a little doze eight to 15 times during it, maybe don't favor the neon colors. Maybe wear something more in the range of some camouflage from your Cabela's, your Bass Pro Shops. No need to wear the, hey, I'm over here, ensemble. Because it might not help things. Dave, you're at a live dollop show where we've unfortunately dealt with a new, new wrinkle. We've been doing the show almost 10 years, and to our knowledge, we've never had someone sleep throughout it. However, tonight, we've found a new bottom. Man who, at the beginning of the show, was willing to shout things out. But he didn't know it was a marathon, not a sprint. And this little baby boy is tuckered himself way out, and I don't know if there's any recovering from this. 
Our heart goes out to our sleepy little baby. <laughs> the funny thing is that we hear 9.30 p.m. show, and we're like, Jesus, that's late. But we're, <laughs> we're up. So William is in his peak financial power, influence, and popularity. Uh, he's now a widow, and he has four kids. His wife died. Whatever. Jesus Christ. Nobody cares. What'd she die of? You're a real she piece of shit. She went to a you know? comedy show and she fell asleep. She never woke up. She never woke up. Uh, so William went and lived in France because that's where the harp, the harp, yeah. the harp, uh, yeah. the harp fuck is. Technical term. A harpy. Meanwhile, Daly was just brooding over the capital loss. So he's like, so William's like, ah, oh, man, I got so much going on. And Daly's yeah. like, I will find him. <laughs> Someday he will be mine. You will rue the day for this hell in a shit. Do you want to pick out carpet swatches, hun? I will cut your throat with the whole city of Anaconda. We'll just go with the Berber. You fucking animal. Okay. Every day. I wake up and think about wearing your skin. Well, we're probably going to do deviled eggs for Easter. I'm going to eat your fucking heart. Honey, get away. While from you're the... still alive, the last seconds, I'll pull it out. Maybe. I'll fucking chew on it. Do you want to watch, you... watch the life drain from your fucking eyes? Honey. Anaconda! You want to come to bed? The succession finale's on. Okay. I mean, it's just you've been up for 41 days at the window. I can see him. Well, no, I, I actually looked into it. He's in France. I can see no, France! No, 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 you can't see France from here, hon. What's be. all the blood? I see blood. Yeah, no, your eyes have been bleeding because you stopped blinking four hours ago. Remember, you said you were done because you might miss him. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been three days since I brought up Succession, right? Oh, God. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. God. Was I asleep at a show? No, look, you're a degenerate piece of shit, but you're still redeemable in some capacity. Buffalo! So... Now, because his health is bad, Daly goes uh, to Europe for two years. Uh, he's going to spas and seeing doctors. Uh, he also expands the anaconda business. Now, Waltz. William, what? Go ahead. Yeah, he, he gets into knickknacks and stuff. Okay. Selling those little tiny Snakes. umbrellas for drinks. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Love those. Those are awesome. And slinkies. Sure. Slinkies. And uh, stop. Masturbation sleeps. <laughs> See, that's why we say stop when we do. 
Thought that might wake him up. William came back from Europe and was told by an advisor that Helena leaders were worried because there is once again a new effort to make Anaconda the state capital. Oh, wow. And they want William to be the next senator, get some power, stop all this shit. Sure. But now they find out Daly wants it, too. He wants to be senator. Why are, oh, okay. Wants, oh, so he's ready to step into the spotlight yes. for this. Right. William uh, is told he's the only one who can beat Daly. So businessmen are really worried about Daly because he's sneaky and he's been taking all these mysterious trips to New York. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It, Is that, it's her? It's Snorts and Buffalo. Welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a real competition here in Las Vegas tonight, David. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. Two animals enter, only one will leave. <laughs> one actually didn't make it to the ring. Actually, it's in the dressing room. So Daly's past methods and his obsession with the Anaconda being the capital and his relationship with her partner, Hagen, who is a total uh, rich guy, Jesus. weirdo. So it, it concerns everybody. No, one, no one's happy about that guy being involved. <laughs> and then a third Montana Copper King has risen. Jill Stein. Jill Stein. Ooh. Ooh, who's this drink of water? Augustus Heinz. That's right. Oh, uh, I'm, I might be behind in the polls, but I'll catch up. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Daly now decides he wants out of managing the Anaconda Company because it's gotten more complicated. His two partners have died, and the Rockefellers' standard oil is bought in, which made a lot of people mad. So then Anaconda goes public, and it was called the Financial Deal of the Age. Okay. It's what you want to get on. It's fucking sure. Uber. It's, you know. Right. Other great shit. companies. And then stocks start plummeting, and shareholders start unloading them. <laughs> and at the same time, rich Montana guys are pushing William to run for the Senate, and his supporters start working to elect legislators who will pick him. Okay. And the primaries go well, and William's fired up. Okay. Uh, so now he wants to crush Daly. And the Democrats have, have won big. They got 74 of the 94 legislature seats. Okay. But Daly still controls a big block from two counties where all his Irish workers are. Sure, the Toms. The, all the Toms. The Tom contingent. And the... And the uh, Jeff. Jeff's. What well, by his name you found very strange at the time for some reason. Yeah, it's not an Irish name, that's why. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, my name's Jeff, so what are you going to do about it? If you have I'm a problem with it, what are you going to do about it? I'm not going to do anything it? except for just say you're probably not Irish. You're probably Oh, so you're not going to do anything, but you're going to sit there and complain. So you are American for sure. <laughs> you doubt my fucking nationality, but I'm 100% on yours. I have no idea what you're saying. I'm saying that you're fucking just willing to sit there and complain and do nothing about it. Speak the Queen's English. Speak the fucking Queen. <laughs> Fuck the Queen. Oh, yeah, aren't you scandalous? Yeah, hamming it up, look around the crowd for support. You're not even wearing a fucking hat. How am I supposed to take You're not wearing you a hat either. Of course I am. There's no hat on your head. Absolutely, there's a hat on my head. I'm pretending. 
So, William is below the needed number of legislators to be chosen because of Daly controlling those blocks. So, Daly's like, sure, he's got him blocked. He's definitely got him blocked. So, 10 days before the next senators to be chosen, Daly's papers start running stories that William is going to bribe people to win. Okay. William's paper said the accuser was the one who would use bribes. The accuser. So it's, he, they're saying whoever smelled the delta. Right. <laughs> whoever smelled their delta. It's fart logic, but for bri- government bribes. Way to go, buddy. So accusations are flying back and forth, and the day before the vote, the Senate and House committees uh, each set up investi- uh, each set up committees to investigate the bribes. Okay. So it basically makes certain that once the vote happens, whatever doesn't matter. I mean, it's very similar to uh... yeah our situation <laughs> that's going to happen in 2024. And that's happened before. Yeah, it's fine. It'll just yeah. be that that any <laughs> any definitive answer is not a definitive answer, right. and it won't. And it'll be matter. fine because last time they handled it well. Yeah, well, and they're not, it's not gearing up for, uh, you know, there's not been any lessons learned, so it's not right. going to be a better strategy this time. Thankfully. Yeah. So, right, it's, so it, once the vote happens, they're just gonna, everyone's going to say bribery, bribery. So anyway, everything is in place for the election to be questioned. And uh, so the vote's going to happen, the galleries all fill up, it's, people are overflowing into the streets. They take roll. And as they take roll, a rep stands up and says he was given $30,000 in bribery money from W.A. Clark to, quote, purchase the votes of members in this body for himself for the United States senator. And then he pulled out four envelopes. Two have 10000 and two have 5000 Okay. How much is that? $420,000. <laughs> he said it. He said he took it to, quote, break up the band of doodlers that have so long infested this state. He, he said he didn't think William knew the details, but he knew in a general way, because someone else gave him the money, okay. right? Okay. Quote, legislators and spectators shouted, cursed, clapped, booed, threatened, and sat silent. <laughs> <laughs> I like that last one. Okay. Everything was happening. Uh. <laughs> Anti-William Papers said he'd been caught red-handed. Pro-William Papers attacked the rep, calling him a tool and demanding he be arrested. Sure. Just classic. The rhetoric gets crazier and crazier, and then a grand jury is called. <laughs> the judge agrees it warrants a trial. But the day after the reps, that guy who stood up... Yeah, the money man. day after the accusations... William picked up seven votes in the legislature. Oh shit! So he, even though the, even though the accusation happened, he still got more votes the next day. Right. But he's still in third. Then the day after that, he gets twenty-one votes. So people are like, "I like this whole scandal. I find that appealing. (laughs) He's my guy." They're all like, "Bribe me!" Or they're being, "Oh, right." Other candidates start dropping out. And they're replaced. So guys are dropping out and being replaced, trying to stop William's momentum. But so there's just like last minute candidates. Yeah. Hey, this is a monkey. <laughs> uh, no, we're good. We're really. Hello, my name's Jeff. I'm Irish. <laughs> I'm running. You're not Irish. I am too. You can't be. Why? Your name's Jeff. Jesus. Here we go. 
Uh, on the fourth ballot, it's down to William and another guy. On the 11th ballot, they're tied. Dailies, people are blaming it on bribes. Okay. And Helena citizens are telling their reps to switch and vote for Clark. Okay. So the next day, William's up by three. <laughs> and at the same time, there's been a recount happening. The guy who accused him of bribes has been having a recount of his win. Uh-huh. And this is, this is like if George Santos and then um, what's the uh, House majority? Kevin McCarthy. Like, it's like a combination yeah. of those two stories a little bit. So this guy is being recounted. Sure. And uh, th- there's claims of bribery. And then the recount is completed. And that guy loses his seat. I've got a recount for you. He's up. Wow, how does he do Every it? Every time you point and turn around, it's crazy. he feels the vibration, <laughs> and he wakes up. It's nuts. It's wild how that works. That's how they stay alive in Buffalo. How fucking, how fucking great would it be if after this show, people realized we were all working together? <laughs> So the guy loses his seat. And to say that people so are saying... So the bribe guy loses his seat. And so everyone's like, this is fucking crazy. Right. right. So it's, yeah. So after 10 days, the grand jury says the evidence does not warrant a trial. Okay. <laughs> Pro-William papers say it's vindication against daily conspirators. And on the 18th ballot, William gets 54 votes. He is a senator. Holy shit. What a run. Now, how long did this all take? To, for him to become senator? From when, yes. Oh, from my when, God. It's I like, mean, like, he's... This is, decades. Ten, ten years. It's okay. like ten years. Ten years, okay. He, he's senator. The Daily Papers are saying Republicans voted for William because they were bribed. Right? Right. Of course. So the country has been reading about this whole thing the whole fucking time. Right. And everyone's like, this is a shit show. And the U.S. Senate is now thinking they should investigate. Sure. And Daly's not done. His people say William was never going to serve in the Senate. And they hire Pinkertons to investigate to try to get evidence on William. That he was never going to serve? They're like, he's not going to serve. He's going to bail. We're going to find out that he's been bribing. We're going to get evidence. Right, okay. So the state treasurer... They were like in the Four Seasons landscaping parking lot. (laughs) We have reason to believe that they actually... So, Daly gets the state treasurer of Montana to pay for an investigation. Okay. And Daly's people in Montana are, all, like, the machine's going into all those legal people and sure. everything's going into right. And <laughs> they a. do this a big investigation, and they come up with this guy, John B. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> uh, can he come here? John B. Welcome. So, he is the Give guy... Give me the snort, sister! He is the guy who's indicted for bribery. John B. Welcome? He's the guy they say handed the cash. Okay. He's a a worker of Clark's. Sure. So that guy ends up being disbarred. He's a lawyer. Okay. But so so the, the Senate then holds their investigation, and it goes on for 43 days. 
and they find shitloads of evidence. Okay. The committee ruled, quote, the election to the Senate of William Clark is null and void on account of briberies, <laughs> attempted briberies, and corrupt practices by his agents and of violations of but the laws of Montana, defining and punishing crimes against the elective franchise. But what a run. I what mean, a what, what, a, what a nice run he had in the Senate. Yeah, it was good. Right? Yeah, what is he there? Yeah, 43 days while well, it's like... <laughs> He's not. They have to... Oh, yeah, he hasn't to, even sworn in. They have to agree to seat him. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> so Daly's like, ah. Yeah. Ah. So the committee said William gave supporters $130,000 $139,000 Jesus from, 19, from 1889 to 1899 Fuck. 12 members of the legislature got bribes and it reported William tried to bribe the Montana Supreme Court judges but they uh, didn't have what? <laughs> the Supreme Court <laughs> being bribed <laughs> The, now, that's what they said. Now, the report's going to be submitted in 10 days officially to the Senate. Okay. So William gives a speech on the floor on May 15th, 1900, and he attacks the investigation. And the committee, he talks about daily using state funds to start the investigation. It's a political attack, right? Mm -hmm. And he listed his accomplishments and said no one had ever accused him of dishonesty in his life. That's his, is that on the list of accomplishments? Yes. It's not a great one. I've done a lot. I've never been accused of this before. That'll do. <laughs> he reads a letter of resignation. He is just, he says he is just sent to the governor of Montana. Wow. So he's resigned. Yeah. But he resigned to create a vacancy because if the Senate boots him, there would not be a vacancy. If he resigns, there's a vacancy and then the governor can appoint him. Him again? So he's like, I'm out of here. And I'm back. I'm a zombie senator, motherfucker. Well, there's one problem with that plan. The governor's a daily guy. Oh, shit. Well, that's a big problem. But they've got a plan. The lieutenant governor was a William guy. This, this lieutenant governor shit is always the shadiest shit. Always. The governor's like, I'm going to go out of state Always. for a day. The lieutenant governor's like, I'm going to fucking bang your wife while you're gone. <laughs> like, there, that is one of the shadiest... We have many shady oh, yeah. little things, but that is one where it's I like, mean, lieutenant governor... <laughs> read about the, the, the Idaho one. That's, I was living in oh. Idaho when oh, that happened. Oh, you were? Oh, yes. my God. I was in Idaho for that year, and I was on Twitter. I was like, wait, what did my lieutenant governor do this year? She's like, they're like the she drove got abortions she illegal, drove, and we she, all fuck pigs. She drove downtown with a Bible, yeah, and she was and holding it, and a gun, and everyone was like, that's better. <laughs> I was like, I got what the fuck? I signed a year lease for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so... If the Senate boots him, there's not a vacancy. Right. If he retires, there's a vacancy. It resigns, there's a vacancy, right. With the vacancy, the governor can appoint William. But the, the governor's a daily guy. The lieutenant governor's for him. Correct. So we have to kill the governor. Well, if the lieutenant governor is the acting governor, then he can appoint William. So, so they we have gotta to figure get, out a way. They have to get the governor This is like out. Ocean's 19. Yeah. They have to get the governor out of the state. So one... I can't believe that's what it is. <laughs> oh, sir, I've got fantastic news. They've made the largest custard right in Wyoming. And they want you there for the ribbon cutting. 
One month before William resigned, he writes two resignation letters. Mm. One to the governor and one to the secretary of state. So William's son, Charles, holds on to both letters. And he waits. I've put them both inside me, father. <laughs> Fear not. No, what? No. Yes, no, no one will know. That's I not... stamp them both with wax. They will be unopened until it's time. That's not what we, I I've wanted. I've hidden both. No, I just want you to. Inside me. No. Just and the good a... news is, don't worry, I didn't eat them. Wink, wink. Just sit in like a, I just, like a locked drawer or something. I'm a mailbox. M-A-L-E. Oh, fuck. I did not raise you well. What? You were gone so much. Mother did it. So on May 12th, the lieutenant governor goes to South Dakota for a convention. The lieutenant governor or the governor? Yes. Okay. The lieutenant governor goes to South Dakota for a convention. Then, why the fuck would you hold a convention in South Dakota? <laughs> Welcome to the Motel 6. The state. <laughs> then, one of William's men goes to the governor and tells him that the owner of a mine in California wants him for legal work on this valuable purchase he's making. Well, sir, we've got exciting news. California needs you there for an exciting purchase. He says, here's $2,000 as a retainer, which is $70,000 today. So... <laughs> and politicians! Ah. Well, at this point, William has publicly said he will not resign. So, Lieutenant Governor... Spriggs is in South Dakota. Uh, another mustache he's, tie boy. Yeah. And the governor's like, okay, well, if he's in South Dakota... Uh, and the William, idea that you fear your lieutenant governor where you're like, well, if the lieutenant governor's out of state, I can go out of state. Yes. These shady motherfuckers. These lieutenant governors are just like the guy who's trying to bang your wife next door all the time. Which I like, because the hot wife... Stop. Sorry. Um... <laughs> So, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Governor of South Dakota, William has said he's not, absolutely not going to resign. So, he's like, well, this is okay. Yep. So. This is so capery. As soon as he leaves the state to go to California, a telegram is sent to the <laughs> Lieutenant Governor in Springs. Go Quote. I'm the governor. Weather is fine. Cattle doing well. That was the code. Weather's fine. Cattle are doing well. Pack my bags. I've got to go back. I'm in charge. He jumps on a train and arrives on May 15th, the exact day William resigns on the Senate floor. Charles then sends the resignation Fucking letter. A. And the lieutenant governor immediately appoints William as the newest senator from Montana. And meanwhile, the guy's like, so, uh, California, walk me through this. What the fuck? What do you mean? What the fuck happened? Holy shit. Holy shit. So the daily people are pissed. The governor is pissed. The U.S. Senate feels fucking duped. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's like, what the nuts? No one's like, that was pretty cool. Like that. It's like Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, Bag of Sand for the Idol. <laughs> Most think 
most people think the Senate's just going to send them packing again. Uh, the political fighting is vicious in D.C. So he has to be presented to Congress, and then his credentials are passed by the Senate. Okay. But they don't. They table it. They just go, we'll think about it. Uh-huh. Fuck. And then the governor appoints someone else. So both men, both of these guys' credentials are now sent to the committee who, on elections who uh-huh. do this. And it's a long fight, but there's not a lot of time left in the session, so they end up doing nothing, and neither guy becomes senator. So it's a stay, but so... It's a what? Stay, stay bitch? Well, it's like a stay, basically. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a hole. It's a wash. It's a, yeah, it's a wash. Right. <laughs> William goes back to Montana and immediately begins running for the Senate. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Well, the election's in six months. <laughs> what? So that, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So he gets together with Hines and agrees to give unions an eight-hour workday. Because they they know it's going to happen at some point anyway, and immediately you can celebrate them and so heroes. very quickly as a quick sidebar, Dave, is that why unions matter? <laughs> because when politicians decide they want to win on popularity, they'll be like, yeah. "For sure, I'm a union guy now," and yeah. then everybody fucking eats. Yeah, yeah, ass. So they're celebrated. Meanwhile, Daly is in really bad health. He's bedridden at this point, and people blame him for the investigation. Get him in the Senate! (laughs) People blame Daly for the investigation that led to bad PR for Montana. So they're like, you're the one who started the investigation in which everyone found out that Williams was bribing people, so you're the bad guy. Right. And he had also sold his mine holdings to Standard Oil and the Roosevelt, so they were more happy about that. Oh, right. and he refused to give an eight-hour workday like the other mines. Right. So William runs on an eight-hour workday. My like, name's I, Jeff. <laughs> he's like, I gave you the eight-hour workday. Yeah. And he gets the Democratic nomination. Daly's people try to create a new party to stop him, but William's Dems sweep the elections... What was left of the Daily Machine is over. A few days later, Marcus Daly died in New York. He was 58. Jesus Christ. He felt like he was 90. He looks really old. So he died of Bright's disease and knowing that William would be a senator. Wow. Yeah, that's, but that's sweet. Any news? Well, it seems like it's spread. William's being sworn in. Fuck! What an amazing last word. Kill me now. Oh, there's more. Kill me now. Jesus. Hit me with a brick. Oh, my God. Fuck was way better. I deserve it. I'm a fucking loser. No, listen. Smash my head in with something heavy. How about this? I'm going to put a podcast on. (laughs) You'll drift quickly. Oh, my God. Don't let it be Rogan. I can't live that long. (laughs) I like when Joe really gets into it and does seven hours. (laughs) William was chosen on January 16th, 1901. Once in the Senate, he did not work for an eight-hour workday or anything to help labor. Kathleen Williams graduated from opera school. She was 22. William was 62. Uh. 
Ugh. That's why she's got that look. She just got some old, old dick. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. She went on. So he gave her tons of fucking money to get training and do all that shit. She goes on to become a movie actress starring in 170 films. Wow. I mean, to be fair, they took like a week back then. So all she had to do was, she's from fucking Butte, she just had to fuck an old rich guy, and then she, you know, she lived the dream. Sometimes mm. you got to fuck an old rich guy. I did. How do you think I got the podcast? Same. Once again, Joe Rogan. Well, the guy I banged used to do it alone. I wouldn't call it banged. I would call being the bangee. Sure. Bottom Reynolds. Yeah. In 1901, Anna LaChapelle had the first of their two children. People noted that Anna's mom lived in a big house a block from Clark in Butte. William visited Anna often, and she uh -oh. came to D.C. to see him. Uh-oh. The paper said her father had died in one of William's mines, which was not true. He was actually a tailor and sold medical potions. I really think this sport coat looks unbelievable. <laughs> Do you want another eyeball? No. Do you have indigestion? No. Would you like the hair of a witch? No. Just the suit then? Yes. Okay. Do you have anything for my eyes that keep bleeding? I have a show you shouldn't go to. In 1902, William's younger brother, J. Ross Clark, Whoa, told baby. him he should build a railroad from Salt Lake City. <laughs> what just happened? What did you do? Just making sure everyone participates in the live event. <laughs> oh, my God. In 1902, William's younger brother, J. Ross Clark, told him he should build a railroad from Salt Lake City to Los Angeles to cut the transportation time of his metals. On the route, there was a perfect spot with natural springs for water for the steam engines. The site become, became a way station. In the Senate, William tried to get the canal to go through Nicaragua instead of Panama to help his railroad. Okay. Other senators did not like William. The saying was, quote, if you took away the whiskers and the scandal, there would be nothing left. <laughs> That's what they say about me. It's true. They've been right. William was known for his greed in the Senate. Imagine. I can't. In 1904, Daly's old paper published a story about Anna and William's affair. So William now has to come out and... He says they had been married three years before, when she was 23 and he was 62. Jesus Christ. There is no documentation of their marriage. His children from his first marriage learned about it all in the paper. As it's supposed to be. Sure. That's how I learned about my parents. And yours. Yes. His railroad was finished in 1905. Around that way station with water, they created something known as the Las Vegas Land and Water Company. 
and William built a town around it. Soon it's going to be the Las Vegas Land Company. So on May, so they so they plot out they plot it out right they get sure. because at, as we've talked about you, I don't think it's been out yet but we we talk about this live one where the railroads just got property around the railroad like yes. they would just give them mass lots to build cities yes so that's what this is so so the railroads are basically in charge of infrastructure yes right so. They build, uh, they build, they, they lot out this town, right? <laughs> they make lots. And Fuck. then on May 15th, 1905, 2,000 acres of land go up for sale on uh, over 600 lots. That's them actually auctioning it. The town of Las Vegas is that born. That is so crazy. I can't believe that that's, <laughs> that's so fucking nuts. <laughs> Whoops. Well, I can't believe Las Vegas' founder is a total fucking cunt. Ugh. <laughs> Who knew? How could a town like this have a... Wow. After the Senate, he went back to his businesses. That year, Mark Twain said about William, quote, he is as rotten a human being as can be found anywhere <laughs> under the flag. <laughs> he is a shame to the American nation, and no one has helped to send him to the Senate, who did not know that his proper place was the penitentiary with a ball and chain on his legs. Man. To my mind, he is the most disgusting creature that the Republic has ever produced <laughs> since Tweed's I can't time. believe it's still going. <laughs> and I love how we hear that, and we're like, what if we just replicated it? <laughs> so that's Vegas. Fuck. He started... <laughs> And how did Circus... Oh, go ahead. We'll okay. get to that. <laughs> then the clowns came. <laughs> he started building a huge mansion in New York City, which cost $7 million. Oh, more than shit. Yankee Stadium. Ugh. He bought a quarry in New Hampshire and built a railroad to get the stone to New York. He imported marble from Italy, oak from Sherwood Forest in England. Sherwood Forest. Excuse they me, sir. We took that from the rich. Fuck off. Burn, take the whole forest down. I want the wood. Uh. There were 121 rooms, 31 bathrooms, oh. and a swimming pool. Well, 30, when you're so full of shit. 35 servants' quarters, as well as an underground railroad to bring in the coal. Ugh. People fucking hated it. It was ugly, and it was considered an affront to the city of New York. Ugh. On, on February 5th, 1908, Clark County was created in Nevada and named after the great man, William A. Clark. He died on March 2nd, 1925 at 86 and left his kids over $200 million. Oh, fucking shitbag. His mansion was torn down three years later. Oh, God. Good. Uh, sources: uh, Western Mining History, Clark's Folly, how, how a Mining Tycoon Spends His Fortune, World History, uh, Sundries, uh, Stanley Thomas Pitts, An Unjust Legacy: The Critical Study uh, of the Political Campaigns of William Andrews Clark. 
Uh, Midas of the West, The Incredible Curve, William Andrews Clark by Michael Malone. Montana, the Magazine of Western History, which is the, by the Montana Historical Society. Well, what a run. Uh, what a show. What a time. What a, what, a, what a new, what a night of firsts. What would you say overall? Tonight, Dave, we learned about the history of Las Vegas and how fucking boring that can really be. Sure. Is that because, is that because people, n- like, you know, just kind of nod off and they, or do the people pretend like, my sunglasses are my eyes, and they lean down... And they lean down to pretend they're awake, but they're not. I I don't know what you're talking about, but all I'll say is, tonight we had a front row seat to some interesting history about how the government really is always asleep at the wheel. And even when you feel like there are bright spots, at the end of the day, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Thank you very much, guys. We appreciate it. We got merch for sale if you want that. We got T-shirts. We got uh, cocaine. We got it all. Enjoy it. It's all back there. Enjoy it. Thank you.